Chapter Twelve of Lucinda by Frederick Schlegel, translated by Paul Bernard Thomas in 1914. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Twelve, Dallyings of the Fantasy. Life itself, the delicate child of the gods is crowded out by the hard loud preparations for living and is pitifully stifled in the loving embrace of ape-like care with a capital c to have purposes to carry out purposes to interweave purposes artfully with purposes for a purpose this habit is so deeply rooted in the foolish nature of godlike man that if once he wishes to move freely without any purpose on the inner stream of ever-flowing images and feelings he must actually resolve to do it and make it a set purpose it is the acme of intelligence to keep silent from choice to surrender the soul to the fantasy and not to disturb the sweet dallyings of the young mother with her child but rarely is the mind so intelligent after the golden age of its innocence it would fain possess the soul alone and even when she possesses herself alone with her natural love the understanding listens furtively and substitutes for the holy child's play mere memories of former purposes or prospects of new ones yes it even continues to give to the hollow cold illusions a tinge of color and a fleeting heat and thus by its imitative skill it tries to steal from the innocent fantasy its very innermost being but the youthful soul does not allow itself to be cheated by the cunning of the prematurely old understanding with a capital u and is always watching while its daring plays with the beautiful pictures of the beautiful world willingly she allows her brow to be adorned with the wreaths which the child pleats from the blossoms of life and willingly she sinks into waking slumber dreaming of the music of love hearing the friendly and mysterious voices of the gods like the separate sounds of a distant romance old well-known feelings make music from the depths of the past and the future they touch the listening soul but lightly and quickly lose themselves in the background of hushed music and dim love everyone lives and loves complains and rejoices in beautiful confusion here at a noisy feast the lips of all the joyful guests open in general song and there the lonely maiden becomes mute in the presence of the friend in whom she would fain confide and with smiling mouth refuses the kiss thoughtfully i strew flowers on the grave of the prematurely dead son flowers which presently full of joy and hope i offer to the bride of the beloved brother while the high priestess beckons to me and holds out her hand for a solemn covenant to swear by the pure eternal fire eternal purity and never-dying enthusiasm i hasten away from the altar and the priestess to seize my sword and plunge with the host of heroes into a battle which i soon forget 
seeing in the deepest solitude only the sky and myself the soul that has such dreams in sleep continues to have them even when it is awake it feels itself entwined by the blossoms of love it takes care not to destroy the loose wreaths it gladly gives itself up a prisoner consecrates itself to the fantasy and willingly allows itself to be ruled by the child which rewards all maternal care by its sweet playfulness then a fresh breath of the bloom of youth and a halo of childlike ecstasy comes over the whole of life the man deifies his beloved with a capital b the mother her child and all men everlasting humanity now the soul understands the wail of the nightingale and the smile of the newborn babe the significance of the flowers and the mysterious hieroglyphics of the starry night the holy import of life as well as the beautiful language of nature with the capital n all things speak to it and everywhere it sees the lovely spirit through the delicate envelope on this gaily decorated floor it glides through the last dance of life innocent and concerned only to follow the rhythm of sociability and friendship and not to disturb the harmony of love and during it all an eternal song of which it catches now and then a few words which adumbrate still higher wonders ever more beautifully this magic circle encompasses the charmed soul and that which it forms or speaks sounds like a wonderful romance of childhood's beautiful and mysterious divinities a romantic tale accompanied by the bewitching music of the feelings and adorned with the fairest flowers of lovely life end of lucinda by frederick schlegel translated by paul bernard thomas in nineteen fourteen